0: Hey guys, this is Nick and Res, and this is You of Alchemy. Today, we're talking about boundaries.
1: So let's start off with what we even mean by the word boundaries. When we say boundaries, we're talking about having a limit, having a clear-cut line of where you will and will not bend or break for your own personal well-being, or maybe even sometimes for the well-being of others. It's like a set of rules that keep you safe, whether that's physically safe or emotionally safe. So today we'll be talking about boundaries and not allowing those you love and even those you don't to walk all over you out of fear of making things uncomfortable. Now, sometimes we have people in our lives who unconsciously or straight up consciously disregards our wants, our needs, and we kind of just allow it. It's not that we want our needs disrespected. A lot of the times we just kind of form these type of relationships with these people where our role is kind of to just like keep the peace, which often means that we have to disregard our needs or our wants to make that happen. Sometimes this can be our role with family members, but this can also happen with friends and romantic partners. And sometimes this can even go as far as happening with coworkers or straight up strangers. so neat is this something that you feel like you struggle with? Um
0: yes, I feel like I always struggle with this, even since even from being a child, it probably just stems from like we say everything childhood or parent or just things put on me that I had no choice to make the decision about so just like mm-hmm. I don't know how to make those boundaries sometimes I'm getting way better at it now mm-hmm. um, way better but I still have my times um, but this happens to me at work family family, and friends is probably the most um and romantic partners can sometimes get in there too but sometimes I get over that and I just go out I don't know like lately romantic partners can get over more but i remember <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not so much at all like no you're disrespecting no listen yeah. no it was so easy for me to have boundaries with guys but now not so much i don't really know that understand that part but overall this is something that i'm getting better at but it is something that I- always been a struggle for me what about you
1: Well, but wait, let me address the thing Because you're like, well guys, this did not used to be a thing And lately it is Do you feel like maybe it's a thing though? Not so much because you're like, I care more But it's because you're more nonchalant And so things roll over more Because it's like, I don't care as much That by the time I realize Things are happening, I'm like, oh, hold on Mm -hmm. Just because you've been Kind of on like, eh, whatever mode That like, you're not paying a close enough attention That might be it yeah, cause you've been on chill mode, like you've been on real heavy chill mode. I'm like, mm, it's whatever.
0: But as, and this thing is not just with God, like with everything lately. Like and I don't even know how to put my hand on the, like where you're just uh like shifts coming from. Mm-hmm. But I have definitely been on chill mode with everything, and then I'm like, oh wait, that's a thing. Let me say something about that. <laughs> but it takes so long to get there. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're right in that, cause you know back when we were younger like in college days even though you know i was in some crazy situations but i still always spoke my mind in those situations like Mm -hmm. i would do for a little bit but we're gonna argue we're gonna talk we're gonna like no you're disrespecting or no this isn't working for me um maybe i care more at that time
1: yeah i think you're just on yeah no you were mean in relationships before (laughs) you were mean (laughs)
0: like my boundaries was like a brick wall like you cross this we're done like no you don't do that like like I don't know it was kind of too much back then
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> a dude would do something wrong and I would be like okay so I'm gonna leave cause she, she gonna go off on you and I'm gonna feel real uncomfortable
0: and you're gonna see it all on my face mm-hmm. <laughs> so anybody can get it back then which I, don't, I didn't understand that back then either but maybe it is just cause I don't really have like that much care
1: so what about you? For me, I think this is kind of hard for me to explain because I just isolate a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when things get on my nerves, when I don't like something or something, I like, I'm not, I'm working on communicating now. And it's, I try to be really careful and not think I'm good at communicating now because the truth of the matter is I'm low-key still isolating. <laughs> <laughs> i are like really not doing not as much not as much but like I really am not dealing with people like besides at work I really don't I've been doing like a lot of stuff that I can do my own Um. so it's hard for me to tell if I'm good at boundaries or not because I'm good at disappearing like I'll do a disappearing act on you in a minute and I feel like when it becomes to people I really, really care for in the past, I feel like it takes me a minute, but I do come around to talking about it. Like I do low key, like I might disappear for a day and then I feel guilty. And be Like you're an adult, <laughs> you're in your thirties. You teach other people how to communicate and use communication skills. You should probably do that. And I come back around, but it's something that I think is kind of hard for me when it comes to, um, Yeah, I think this is something that can be kind of hard for me when it comes to like really, really close connections, because I'm not I think it's just out of not being used to not being used to having to do that. Like I'm not used to sticking around. I'm not used to being like, you heard my feelings. So I feel like it's something that I'm getting better at. Uh, I don't think I ever really had an issue with people crossing my boundaries so much outside of family. And like you said, kind of when you're younger and you really didn't, you didn't feel like you had a choice. Like I grew up, I'm in my 30s. I grew up in the 90s. I grew up in a, you know, where you really didn't have a choice. (laughs) Like your parents just told you what you was going to do. And like...
0: So you couldn't have boundaries for your
1: parents. Yeah. Yeah. Like they did not care that you was 25 like, and not in their home. Like okay. you was in their home for this five minutes. And so that's what you going to do. Um, So with family, it definitely was a struggle. And I think that was a big part of why, like y'all when I turned 18, I was like, bye. Like I, I literally picked my college on because I wanted to go to Spelman. I wanted to go to Spelman, NYU. Anyways, I had a brother that was going to school out in Cali. He was going to one of the UC, not UCLA, but like UC San Francisco or whatever. And um, they were paying for his college too at the same time as mine. So my parents were like, yo, you go to school. I understand, like, all we can pay for is tuition. Like, you, 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 SOL. If you need rent money, anything else. And so they compromise with me. Like, if you stay in state though, we'll we'll still cover rent and stuff for you. So I literally based mine off of what is the furthest thing away from y'all. Like that's literally how I picked my college. I didn't go, I didn't step foot on campus. I ain't look up nothing about their programs. Like that's how I ended up picking my school because of that wanting to get away from having that type of control over my life. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that was something that was kind of hard for me, but it's not an issue for me now. I'm quick to be like, oh, "You're costing one of my boundaries." I-, I throw that in my parents' face all the time now, mm. and I actually use the word boundaries too because you know, you 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 know, like black parents of a certain age are real quick to call everything disrespect. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm real quick to use the word boundary in case they try to trap me with some like, "I know you ain't like." Mm, psychology said you wrong. Pastor the Carter. okay <laughs> so please respect my boundaries uh but yeah so i definitely think this is something um in a way i did definitely struggle with and it's something i think i am learning to handle boundaries in a healthy way that i think has been my struggle not so much boundaries but handling boundaries in a healthy way
0: yeah yeah so what does this look like in family situations when family members may be crossing boundaries that can look like many things like maybe say you're just single and you want to be single and you just don't like all the questions you just don't like all those things like when you're going to have a kid or when you're going to try again or when are you going to get married or when are you going to start dating again you just don't want to do those things <laughs> and families members just making it hard for you and not letting you set that boundary for yourself or even parents like no you're going to do this you're going to come and you need to be with the family you need to let the family in. Sometimes we just want to be by ourselves and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, being able to sell family for yourself and not allowing your family to dictate, dictate those things for you. And we tell them a lot like, why didn't you want to come? I just don't want to come. I just want to relax. I just want to be in my house. <laughs> Even if it's something you just want to do to get your sanity. Yeah. And family not understanding that you have your own sanity to worry about. I love you guys. But if this is my choice to do this for me, you as a family should be okay.
1: Yeah. And that can be a simple boundary of like, you will not come over unannounced. Yeah. Like, that's one of my. <laughs> I need mental preparation before I talk to y'all. <laughs> please also <laughs> please give me time and ask permission before you come over my house. I'm but really <laughs> even with family, like one of the things that came to mind is we did an episode where somebody had asked a question on uh questions nobody asked us like two, three episodes ago where like the girl's mother was going through a divorce and wanted to talk about all the sort of details of like her divorce with her dad. And she was just like, I am highly uncomfortable. Like that can be a boundary. Like Do not put me in the middle of y'all's disputes.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. That can be a boundary of if you have another issue with somebody else that I love, I am close to do not emotionally dump on me and put me in the middle of y'all disputes because that puts me in a very awkward situation that makes me highly anxious and uncomfortable. And that can be one of those boundaries. I know with me, mm -hmm. I know one of the boundaries I have, this is really one of my daughters, I'm big on like, my daughter has rights. Yes, she's five year old. No, she can't just do whatever she wants, but she has rights. And, um, it's been hard for like older family members. It's like, when my daughter says she doesn't want to kiss right now, I, I'm not arguing with her. I'm not trying to guilt her into it. I'm not trying to pressure her into anything. And she's like, I don't want to kiss. Cool. She, she don't want to kiss. Let her go about her way. And it's been really hard. Yeah, and it's been really hard for, like, older family members to get that, and they're just like, well, why don't y'all blah, 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 and it's like, one, I, you know, one, I'm a social worker. I've worked in the field for a couple years now, almost a decade now, and I have worked with kids who, like, they did that because they didn't feel safe around the people y'all was making them kiss, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then y'all was making them kiss people who were straight-up predators to them. Exactly. And now they grew up with this mindset. Now they come 21, 18, 19. They tell you some stuff that happened when they were six. And y'all are like, well, why didn't you tell me? Well, because when I was sending out signals that I didn't feel comfortable, you still pressured me to be around this person. So it kept in my mind. that Okay, I can't talk to y'all about this because y'all don't care about my personal safety. Like it can evolve in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So even if it's someone like, you know, it can be me at times where I'm like, "Baby, give me a kiss," and she's just like, "No." I'm like, "Cool, no," because I want to teach her that she has rights and autonomy to her body, and that she gets to dictate if she wants to be touched or not, and if she doesn't want to be touched, I respect that.
0: Or even like the plane we took there, and stop, stop. She said, "Stop, stop!" Right then, like,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: don't, like you have to listen to these things. Like if I'm not comfortable. Let that be known, like so nobody else won't violate her, and she thinks it's okay, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? it's as simple as a theme.
1: Yeah. And, but it's like, definitely, I feel like sometimes you could say stuff like that to family and everybody, girl, ain't nobody blah, blah, blah. And ain't nobody blah, blah, blah. And look, all I know is that I am a black woman. I'm a black woman in my thirties. And at any particular point in my life, if you took any five female friends that I had and asked them, had they had somebody violate them that was either a family member or close family friend, usually three out of the five will say yes. So with that said, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Let's teach boundaries. Let's teach you have autonomy to your body. Let's teach. I'm going to respect your decisions about your body. So when someone doesn't, it feels off to you. And you know to tell mommy.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And I bring that up because, again, that's one of those Things that happens in our community, like when you're like, Oh, mm, she don't want to kiss me. Ah, uh-uh, come here, give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that baby funny acting. No, let that baby have her space and her boundaries. If that baby says she don't want to kiss, then don't th- let the baby just go on. That is not hurting you. Yeah. You really arguing ego over something so small. Mm-hmm. That can mean a lot to her. So just let it go. Let it go. But then there's also like boundary issues when it comes to like friends and when it comes to friends, what usually comes to mind to me, something I hear about all the time is when friends expect you to be there when you are already at your wit's end Mm -hmm. and not respecting the fact that, look, I am going through my own shit. I recently had a talk with somebody about this like a week ago where they were going through some things and they were stressed and they were just like, and then everybody comes and dumps on me. Everybody tells me their feelings. Everybody's, t- and I'm just so tired. And I'm like, okay, so why can't you tell them when they start that story? Why can't you stop them? Be like, hey, you know what? Sweetie, I know you're going through something, but I don't have the mental capacity for this right now. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, I am also going through my own stuff and I can't handle any more Information. I can't handle any more stress. I can't handle anyone else's burden right now, girl. Um, And this is something I do all the time. I actually do this with my sister a lot because my sister, she's so smart. She's so beautiful. She's so intelligent. I love you so much, Desita. You're so amazing. But this is something me and her do with each other. Like she's really well-informed. and So she'll send me articles and sometimes she'll send me an article and it'll be about something horrendous happening to a Black person somewhere on the world, and no one caring. And I'll just text her back like, hey, sis, sorry, I don't have the mental capacity to read this article right now. she'd be like, no problem, sis. And then she'll like, send me a meme instead.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's,
1: yeah. And I love that. And even though that's like my sister, I love that. But I use that also with friends. And I've been teaching other people to try to use that with friends as well. Because people think when you say that, oh, they're going to think I'm acting funny. They're going to blah, blah, blah. Girl, that's not your real friend. If you tell them I am mentally exhausted and I cannot handle anything else. And their response is you acting funny. That's not. Is the, let's reevaluate if that's someone I even want to be around yeah
0: yeah, that is
1: true
0: I guess it's hard sometimes when friends say that stuff but like you said that, that lets you know if they're really your friend or not
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a lot of times they won't even say that it's us assuming that they're going to get mad and so we don't and then we just take on this new emotional burden that we really don't have the space for
0: mm-hmm. and it burns you out even more let's talk about relationships Mm. Uh, mm. it could be the same but like like even with how you said like a friend can come to you and dump on you it can be the same with relationships. sometimes when your mate can just dump on you dump on you dump on you but never leave room for you to have that be that for them to be there for you when you need that need those things or just having boundaries to be like or even boundaries to speak up and saying i need this to be reciprocated or i need this to be i need you to be there for me as much as i'm there for you that can be a certain thing that some couples can go through or just setting boundaries for the relationship some people like i want to not get physical until i'm sure that this is a real thing and Mm -hmm. your partner not overstepping that boundary your partner respecting that and saying okay let's see if this works and you know having agreements about that like just not pushing you to your limits and just agreeing with your boundaries or saying if they're okay with that and if they're not. It's just like, yeah, those are some of the things that come to mind for me. Do you have anything that you want to say about them?
1: Oh girl, all types of boundaries and relationships. One of the boundaries I have in my relationship is you don't make me responsible for your happiness.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure to put on a person. That's one of the things I'm really big one. One of my boundaries is I can't be in a relationship with people who try to keep denying my reality. That's a whole mm-hmm.
0: Or not uh, recognizing your feelings or not recognizing your feelings or your emotions. Like, you're not going to tell me that that's okay when I'm telling you this is hurting my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, there's all, like, I have a lot of boundaries in relationship with now to now. Like, no, what I call lazy communication. Which is like, whenever we need to talk about things, you just kind of, I don't know, we'll see where it goes, you know? I mean, maybe, and then they try to switch the subject. Nope, we we having a full-fledged combo about it. Are you saying you're not ready for now? That's cool, but we have a set time where we need, by this time, we need to have this combo, and we need to figure out what it is. Like, there is no, there's no skating around vulnerability, and I can pick up on it because I'm good at doing it myself, <laughs> so... Don't try it on me. I know what that is. I do it as well. But like, I'm at a point now where it's like, no, we're being serious. Like no lazy communication. Um, I know a big thing for me right now is like, I uh, I don't want to be in, a boundary for me is feeling like I have to play your savior.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't want to save nobody. I don't want to save. And that's not to say, I want to be very clear because sometimes people think savior and they're like, oh, okay, well, So I can't have a bad day. You can help me out. Or like, I can't, I can't make more money than them. And I like use my money to help them out or whatever the situation. That's not what it is. I'm talking about when my complete role for you is to be a savior, no matter what it is. Like sometimes it's emotional. usually it's emotional savior, but sometimes it's different roles of like, that's literally all this is, is me constantly, constantly, constantly like being your therapist. I don't want to be your therapist. I am a whole ass therapist in real life. Pay me, (laughs) pay me. If I start to feel like I'm your therapist, I'm gonna just give you my business card over dinner. Like, so this isn't working for me, but I have some good coping skills that I could teach you. I charge 120 an hour. You can call call the office secretary. She'll let you know when my next availability is. But other than that, like that's not what this relationship is gonna be
0: the
1: whole thing the one-sided thing Mm -hmm. a one-sided thing yeah that's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. so definitely definitely and the same thing like not accept a boundary can be simply as like i'm not accepting less love than the love i give yeah i'm not accepting less trust than the trust i give i'm not accepting less care than the care i give i'm not accepting less respect than the amount of respect i give So yes, definitely, definitely a thing in relationships to all of those. But so like, how do we even get to this point though, where we have these type of bonds with people and we realize like, okay, our bond is full of lots of boundary crossing. It's full of like, hmm, this is a consistent thing in this relationship with this person. Like, how do we, how does that even end up happening?
0: I really think like I said earlier like this going back to this childhood or the way you were raised like we have to teach ourselves as we grow that boundaries are okay it was just it was just inherited in us I don't know like our family is like you don't have a say or and then for me it's just like being taken on like so much of being the oldest like I didn't have a say like okay maybe Mm -hmm. I don't want to help out with my sisters or maybe I don't want to do these things but I never had that chance to say those things so it was just like okay this is love you know what I mean or this is you'll get appreciation if you do this so you're not setting boundaries at work because you maybe want to be appreciated because you got appreciated as a child for doing these things And for me it's just like goes always goes back to childhood and what you were raised how you were raised and like you said in the 90s with yeah 80s and 90s well really 90s <laughs> I was born in eighty-eight. But in the '90s, it's just like that's just how it was, and you had no say about it. We didn't have, mm-hmm. we
1: didn't
0: have the word boundaries, like we didn't have all those things. So it's just like now we're the generation like getting out of those things and setting those boundaries and teaching our family members like this is what that looks like and this is what that means. Um, but before, it's just like it was kind of ingrained ingrained in us. So I never knew to speak up until maybe until I got my first. Maybe until I got pregnant is when I start speaking up the most. So I'm like, I got a whole shout me. I guess I don't know what came over me. But when I got pregnant, I was, no, I'm not holding my tongue anymore. I'm going to say what I want to say to people. I started saying what I wanted to say at work. I started saying what I wanted to say to my parents. Like, friends. Like, friends to something. Oh, you're mean. Because I never said, I never spoke up for myself. <laughs> so no, know what I mean. I'm just telling you how I feel and this is what it is. But I was just like, I just got to the point. It's like, I am so tired of doing everything that everybody else wants me to do. This is what it is. And I'm a mom, I guess, I don't know. Some super mom power came over me. I'm like, no, that's just not gonna roll anymore. And I started to speak up and set those boundaries and not doing things I don't wanna do. But before it's just, I just really feel like it was how I raised and then everybody gets used to that and just keeps going, keeps going. And you have to break that cycle.
1: Yeah yeah i agree i think this becomes a thing and we're like normalizing it in our lives when um this was something we came from it was taught to us that this is normal like when you love people you let people crush your boundaries mm-hmm. and kind of like you talked about that can be childhood just not allowing to have boundaries as a kid but also it could be the relationships you saw in as a child or as a teen or even your friends it might be when you're older and you're like well I don't know. I'm I'm single and lonely all the time. And my girlfriend stay with a man. I mean, the man's are always treating them wrong, but they stay with one. So maybe I'm the problem. So maybe I should just let him get away with more. Like that's a thing as well. But sometimes that can be like if we grew up and we saw mom always letting dad cross their boundaries mm-hmm. and they always gave in if we saw mom always kind of just giving in to keep the peace or we saw dad always just kind of letting mom go off do whatever she needed to do and you know, just being like oh okay i mean definitely definitely told you you know it was poker right and i ordered the pizzas and everybody's coming over and sent invites and everything and you know whatever whatever but you know she's mad and she said no so I I guess that's what I'm gonna do and you know I guess I'll go back on my word to 20 of my closest friends like when you see that and again it doesn't always have to be mom and dad it's just important relationships that you pay close attention to seeing that happen kind of like role models it for you or yeah like role plays it for you Mm -hmm. and whether it's conscious or conscious, sometimes I like, can see through to us like, oh, that's how relationships work. And I want to bring that up because I think sometimes I uh, I was watching a documentary about Princess Diana and in the documentary, they were like showing clips of people in the news and people on TV talk shows and stuff like that. They interviewed during the time that she was like married to whoever. I'm not into the British royal family, so I don't know the names of everybody <laughs> besides Diana. Please don't come for me. Um, but it was like during a time like their, their marriage was collapsing and like it came out that he was cheating. Like a tape came out of him like talking to another woman, very sexually and expressing his love for this other woman, all this. And like during it, they went, it was like, it seemed like it was a talk show are talking to different women and the women were getting mad that like the host was saying like, okay, the marriage might be over, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, this is just marriage. Marriage is just about compromising, blah, 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 blah. And it stuck out to me because I'm like, so many of us think that compromising means that we are not allowed to have boundaries. They misplace the word compromise for crossing over your boundaries. And that's not what compromising should be. Compromising is supposed to be, each of us get a little bit of something. And we come to a middle ground that we both agree works for us. When your boundaries are being crossed, you, you it doesn't work for you. But you're doing it to keep the peace.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I, want us to stop teaching people that that's what compromises or that's what relationships are. Um, I feel like in older generations, it was definitely taught for women to have their boundaries crossed, and then it was called compromising. And that's not what it is. And fellas, I don't want to leave y'all out. I definitely know men in my real life that, like, that's a thing. That is a thing for them where they are, like, constantly having their boundaries crossed and diminished to the point, like, they don't have boundaries. And they're just like, yeah, but, you know, i uh, do anything for love. And I'm like, yeah, but you should not do that. <laughs> like, you, you, you should have not. Be happy happy,
0: mm-hmm. life, happy life thing, or whatever. But
1: mm-hmm. then sometimes
0: that happy, happy life stuff, it's like... Let's, the wife goes over all their boundaries..
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like mm-hmm. Happy, I mean, it just has to be a com- common communication, and, yeah, it's sacrifices here and there, but
1: yeah, and you, you, we have to start seeing boundaries as a form of self-love and a form of self-respect. Mm-hmm. because I love myself because I respect myself. These are my rules that I need to keep myself safe. And I will not let you cross these rules because I love myself, and because I respect myself and because I want to keep myself safe.
0: Yeah.
1: When you keep allowing people to cross over your boundaries, you are diminishing your own self-worth. Mm-hmm. So unhealthy boundaries are boundaries that we put up, but it's out of and not out of a fear of like, oh, I have to keep myself safety. So let's talk about what our boundaries should be based off of. So kind of like we said, these should be rules and regulations you set up to keep yourself safe. So when we're talking about creating boundaries, you should know what your limits are, what you can and can't handle. And that is kind of what helps you figure out, okay, this is a boundary for me. I know one of the things I can't handle in like romantic relationships It's feeling like I'm left out the loop, like I'm the last to know. Feeling like you making all these moves and all these plans that I do not know about until last minute. For me, that triggers my fear of abandonment. That triggers a whole bunch of stuff. That triggers, that triggers two thousand eight rest. You don't want two thousand eight rest. <laughs> she will pop up out the past in the quickness. But for me now, I know that that's a thing for me. So I know that when it came to boundaries, I needed to put in boundaries around communication. Can you think about, what about unique? Did, when you think about your limits, what was one of those limits that helped you figure out, like, mm, okay, now I need to make this a boundary?
0: I guess, like, it was, like, a huge limit. It's usually, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I will let my family dictate my relationship. Mm-hmm. And then when I feel, when I found, like, you know what, I should have moved differently in that situation, or I should have took advantage of what I wanted to do and that would it look like if I did certain things for my family would it look like to them um and that's sw- why after that I'm like okay it's what I want to do I'm just going to tell them I'm not gonna I never ask them but you know they always give the unsolicited advice they're- mm-hmm. and they're your parents that's just how they roll <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um so it's just like after that it's just like I'm just telling you what you gotta do uh and I would say I hear you but this is what I am going to do I don't say the boundary words or anything, but I'll I'll, I'll tell you I hear you, but that's not what I want to do, or that's this is still what I'm going to do. Yeah. Leave it at that. And we just look at each other, and do that like little puffy in that man stare, like uh uh uh. <laughs> that's what I'm doing, like the stare off at each other, like there's nothing else to say. I'm going to my point now. <laughs> like,
1: so um, yeah. so for you, would your boundary be that you won't dictate my choices? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And I think boundaries should also, like, when you're thinking about creating boundaries, it should be based on, like, things that allow me to keep my self respect, things that allow me to keep my high self esteem. And kind of going back to what you said, like, when y'all make me question my decisions, like, that's making me feel questionable about my ability to make choices, ability to make decisions, ability to do things.
0: My life, and it's only going to affect me. You know what I mean? Like, are my child now but it's like these things are only going to affect me and then it just happened in one relationship it was more than it was a lot of them so it's just like yeah I have to make those yeah that
1: yeah And I and I think when it comes to making boundary, that's one of the things you have to say to yourself. It's like, okay, now that I decided, like, no, I'm going to have boundaries. I'm going to stick to them. You have to be okay with being uncomfortable, because if you've been living without boundaries or letting people just constantly like walk all over your boundaries. Oh, it's going to get uncomfortable, especially the first time you're like, what you not about to do. People are going to be taking it back. People are going to look at you crazy. You're going to have that diddy mean moment where you have that stare off of like what you mean the
0: same thing that happened you know when I was pregnant like friends that like they were really taken aback like you're mean now no I'm not mean I'm just telling you this is how it's going to be and this is what I feel about it and I want to be heard I want to be heard I never I never was heard so like you said people are going to be really taken aback but like I at that moment I was tired of being uncomfortable all the time and no, it's time. It's not, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. But I'm really just trying to tell you how I really feel because you never really knew. Cause I'm yeah. Like, I was being like a pacifier for
1: mm-hmm. you. So. and i love that you said that because that's a very very real thing i feel like with family that was a thing for me where it was just like oh well now you 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 just so moody you so no y'all just never knew the real me and now you're getting to know the real me because i wasn't allowed to be the real me i toned down who i was because i felt i had to be like you said like the fire. i had to to make everybody else seem neutral and now y'all i decided nope real me showing up yeah. and real me got boundaries Just like welcome, here I'm here. I'm here. I'm her. (laughs) So let's talk about how we can set those boundaries. One, you set them with like actions, but you also have to say them with words. Mm -hmm. So some words or phrases you can use when someone is trying to trample all over your boundaries is words like, "Look, I am uncomfortable with blank, and what I need is." Blank. So this can look like, look, I am uncomfortable with, uh, I'll go back to my like relationship one. Mm-hmm. I am uncomfortable with you making last minute plans without telling me. What I need from you is better communication. Yes, I get that you're your own person and you have your own plans. However, it makes me feel highly uneasy when we are in this serious committed relationship together. We're trying to do this serious long-term thing and you have big plans such as going away for two weeks and I don't know nothing about it. That makes me feel like I'm not a big part of your life. I'm not a big enough part of your life that you thought to include me in those plans, to to make sure I was I even knew that I was happening. So from going forth, what I need you to do is simply let me know. I'm not saying check with me. I'm not saying that you need to, you know, make sure you get my approval. I'm saying to let me know what you're doing because that makes me feel like you care you care about how I feel and you're not trying to hurt my feelings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm uncomfortable with and this is what I need.
0: Yeah, another word that could be said that is could be so simple a simple, a simple sentence. I decide I do not want to do this, and that could be. An
1: mm-hmm. And like
0: it's like no could be your whole sentence. too No, like that could be a whole sentence. Too. You don't have to explain yourself. You look like, Yeah, and another one is this is something I am not okay with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It too like. You can explain if you want to, but you don't really have to. I'm not okay it's with not.
1: that.
0: I'm not okay with that.
1: And you not. Known, not. Look, quick example in the family. Girl, you know, mama tripping, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to just come over with the kids. We just going to stay there like a week or two. I am not okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. Mm. Last time. I won. That can be it. <laughs> you don't know, have to go into any, any explanation. It's okay. a full sentence. Like, mm, no. I'm I'm not okay with you doing that. You should call another cousin. Well, I let me know how it turns out for you, sis. Yeah, yeah. I can
0: give you a few nice places to stay, mm-hmm. ideas to stay, but not with me. I'm sorry.
1: Mm -hmm. that you know what i'm surprised i didn't bring that up with family that is actually a big one for me um people being in my space (laughs) for long periods of time because i grew up my mom and my parents were like the the house that everybody came to like when something went wrong you lost your job you kid acting up you whatever whatever i constantly had uh people in my home (laughs) all the time. And I think it's why I'm big on my home now being like my own private space. Don't talk to me. I don't want to know my neighbors. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. Like it's a big thing for me now because I did not have that when I was younger. Like I would always come home and find out somebody new was about to live with us for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And it was so unsettling. Ooh. And it was just so unsettling for me as a kid. And not to say that like, oh, you know, that's how it's going to be for everybody. But for me particularly, it was annoying and unsettling uh, to always come home to someone new. And now I have to adjust around this new person. Now I got to share my bathroom with this new person with this, you know, now I can't walk around in my PJs like I normally do because now there's six boys in the house. So now I always got to wear, you know, cover up to my ankles and my wrist and my you know hmm, sorry just that took me back like of oh you know what no that is a big one for me I do not like sharing my space can we get you a hotel room yeah. can we get you to stay I do not like to share my space I really really do not like I need to have a mansion with like a, a guest house an acre away from the main house and you can stay there maybe <laughs> <laughs> that sounds evil. That sounds evil, but I promise you that was uh, mm, mm, did not know that was a trigger for me. Did not know that was a trigger for me. Like I'm like seriously like I'm like, seriously pissed thinking about that. Um mm-hmm. Uh, but OK, so we said the words, but like now let's talk about the action part of it, like the action part of setting boundaries. This can look like setting a limit to how much time you're willing to give a situation, a person or a thing. And this can be sticking to it. <laughs> and sticking to it. This can be uh, situationships. How long is my limit? I am not about to be your uh, <coughs> friend for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not doing that, sir. <laughs> yeah. I want clear-cut, clear rule. I want a clear-cut definition of what we are. Mm-hmm. Okay, sis, then give yourself a limit of how long you're going to let this
0: yeah.
1: flow. Mm-hmm. How long you going to let it figure out? Mm-hmm. And it can be uh, something as simple as, you know, if you are like, okay, I'm marriage-minded, I want to get married. Sir, I'm not about to be your girlfriend for 10 years exactly okay sis then how long what is your limit and i'm look i'm not big on ultimatums that's not all what i'm telling y'all to do but what i'm saying is i'm big on like if you know you don't want something don't allow it to go on forever yeah decide how long you willing to put up with a situation Mm -hmm. don't give ultimatums because they shouldn't have to even be put in that situation nope you should know by this song what you're trying to do if you don't that's cool no ultimatum i'm gonna just end this for me, for my mental health, for my peace.
0: Like, not like, do this or I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. You made it clear. Made
1: mm-hmm. It clear. Mm-hmm. And some other parts of that action can be just that, that being able to walk away afterwards, that follow-through. Yeah. Because actions without, I mean, yeah, because doing that talking, if you ain't about to put the follow-through means nothing, and they're going to crash your boundary again.
0: Mm-hmm. And just trying to spare time or something like,
1: mm-hmm. you know, just
0: talking just to keep you a little longer, which mm-hmm. is crossing boundaries as well. Yeah. Another action is just being in touch with what you're what you are really feeling Like mm-hmm. being honest with what you're feeling and follow those feelings and stand on that,
1: you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't,
0: you know, put your feelings to the side.
1: Mm -hmm. And that in itself can be its own boundary. I will not stick in situations where I that make me feel unsure of what we are doing, that make me feel unsure of myself, that challenge my confidence, that whatever you're feeling, whatever that feeling is that you're like, I do not like that feeling. Okay, a big part of that is learning how to be in touch with your feelings i will say for me this was a thing uh, across the board like friends relationship family across the board i feel like for a long time i knew the feeling of anger and i knew the feeling of like happiness but that was like it and for a long time i did not recognize like no you're not mad you're sad you're not mad you're not angry you are freaking hurt this is hurt baby because I wouldn't allow myself to really feel hurt. So I would just automatically default to anger Mm -hmm. to like, ah, you know what? And I'm gonna set this on fire and I'm gonna blah, 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 No, When all that really was is I am hurt and recognizing of like, okay, and I don't want to be in situations where I feel hurt on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And I'm now recognizing that, no, I'm not. This is not a passionate affair. This is a, a a situation where I'm constantly angry and I'm constantly angry because truthfully, the matter is I'm not even really angry. It's You just make me feel hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. That is not a part of what I want in whatever this relationship is, whether that be family, friends or man. Now, so why is it so important to have boundaries? One of the reasons
0: it's important is so that you can have the feeling of never living your life for mm-hmm. yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You are living for others. Who wants to go through life like that? When I realized that I was doing that is when I realized like, okay, I have to stand up and change this or set boundaries. Like you don't want to go through your life, living your life for everybody else and never get the chance to live your truth or be happy for yourself
1: yeah i mean we had an episode kind of on this called the sacrificial lamb Mm um and it ties into that where like when you never feel like you live your life for you you kind of create this identity for yourself where i am Mm -hmm. the sacrificial lamb my job is to show up in people's lives and just constantly sacrifice for them Forever taking care of other people. That is my job to sacrifice. And it's a horrible feeling. For some people, they rebel in it for a while, but after a while, you get tired of that. Mm-hmm. You get tired of like realizing there's nothing there for you. There's nobody there for you. And sometimes when we have that feeling, nobody's there for me. Okay. Are they not there for me? Cause I don't require them to be.
0: Mm-hmm. And they, like, yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: Cause that's a whole thing within itself.
0: Like even like going back to dating, I realize that sometimes you can tell the person like these are my boundaries, and they can keep on crossing them. Mm-hmm. And then like your next boundary could just be like ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like okay if you talk to this person and then and then they keep crossing those boundaries or trying to gaslight you or trying to manipulate the situation, um, your boundary can be like. Okay, we're cutting this off, and we don't have to explain because i mm-hmm. this is what it is.
1: Uh huh. Y'all know how I feel about ghosting. I personally don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I, My therapist disagrees, I mean, but
0: I like to explain. But you, if they don't, personally have that emotional capacity to talk to you and understand your feelings. It's like you're you're not you're not going to get it. So let's just cut it off.
1: Let's mm-hmm. just cut
0: it off. I at least gave it a try first. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, be-
1: sometimes ghosting keeps you safe because there are situations where like. Me being in communication for with you is not safe for me.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like it wasn't safe, so I'm like, it's just gonna have to go. It, mm-hmm. is, um, it is what it is. And it and oh. it was like mm, that felt good because I, I mean I tried like and you keep manipulating my words and you know mm-hmm. whatever are my boundaries, but you don't really care about them. Um, or other situations where I have like explained like okay. There's no reason, I had said this too before, there's no reason for us to talk in this period of my life because I don't need a friend and you don't have the capacity to give me what I need. So I'm going to stop talking to you right now. (laughs) And I explained it, that was another situation. They just said, okay. And I was like, I appreciate it. I enjoyed our conversation. Your conversation was great too, but we're going to end this now.
1: Yeah. Another like reason why it's important to keep boundaries is like when you don't have boundaries, it can lead to those unhealthy cycle of codependency and relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's what your your thing was making me think of. Like it can lead to that. When you have someone who constantly, constantly just keeps not listening to your boundaries gaslight you just goes over it and then you stay you're like oh because they need me and they only do this because nobody else is there for them you just you're creating a cycle of Mm -hmm. Mm codependency. and then after a while it gets confusing on who really needs who yeah Yeah. because it it, which ties into that whole sacrificial lamb thing where i need you because you allow me to keep sacrificing myself Mm -hmm. and that's the role i decided to assign myself and know I and um and then you need me because you need someone who just lets you wild out and do whatever and nobody else lets you wild out and do whatever and it's still there like it creates this very toxic codependent um relationship and the amount of dysfunction I feel like we had an episode on codependency I can't remember I think we did but it breathes some of the most toxic type of relationships when you're codependent yeah and A big thing for me is, especially if you plan on having kids and, or you are a parent, you want to be a parent one day, maybe you don't and you just end up being one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fucking around with the Supreme Court. Um, It's always important to me to try to get these things into check now before you do, you create these types of relationships and bonds and then you pass that on to your kids. I, I I honestly, like, most of the work I do is because of my daughter. Like, most of the inner work I do, like, I, I really would not care that much about being toxic if it wasn't for her. Because mm-hmm. I don't want her to pick up on those traits and go do them. I feel bad when, like, I... I feel bad. Like, again, if y'all put on some, like, dip sets, some camera, on purple haze, like, the other day, Gucci, I think I love her, came on, and I did Susie's whole part to a T. And then me and my daughter were at Walmart, and she went, Gucci think I love them. And I was like, mm, mm, Gucci who? No, 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 we going back to Coco Melon. Like, <laughs> cause I felt bad, cause I'm just like, I don't want. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're saying now to people because you know she's at that age where she should say all types of things. But seeing your child mimic a behavior that you know is wrong really does something to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, and so it's always like, yo, if you can get this now before your kids pick up on it, the better. Because even like as me, we were talking a lot of times, we we're like, yeah, because I know my childhood, blah, blah, blah. And I think this is why this is a thing for me now, blah, 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 blah. Because it was what was shown to us and they didn't know better. But like, we are now getting that information. You're getting that information from podcasts. You're getting that information from books. You're getting that information from TV, you're getting that information from friends. You're getting that information everywhere. And now you have no excuse to continue your toxicity other than I decide I still want to. And that's fine. You can decide that, but that's not fair to those who you want in your life that you decide to keep being toxic, yeah. especially children
0: especially another another reason that it's important to set boundaries is that you can become mentally and physically exhausted mm-hmm. um, this looks like not being able to get out the bed not having the capacity to do things that you need to be done for yourself or even fun things don't seem fun as anymore because you just have so much on your mind and not setting these boundaries and trying to live your life for other people and it's just like you miss out on Even self-care for yourself, and you're depleted on all levels. Mm -hmm. So you're not setting those boundaries and doing what you need to do to live your happy and full life. Because you're so busy trying to sometimes just please other people. I guess that's why I sometimes feel it is, pleasing other people. And that's been my whole makeup, my whole life is being a people pleaser. But it comes a time where it's like, I am not happy at all because I'm trying to blow out all these fires that don't even have anything to do with me. So that can make you
1: exhausted, both mentally mm-hmm. and physically. So, yeah. And of course, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of reasons why boundaries are important. Those are just a few. But our biggest takeaway from today is that it's important to have boundaries. It's important to have that for yourself, but it's also important to have that for others and respecting others' boundaries. Our biggest takeaway is that we want you to know that having boundaries is not selfish. It's self-care, it's self-love, it's Mm self-respect. And so we hope that after listening to this deck today, you will sit and think about the boundaries that you have. And are you making sure you're keeping those? Are you making sure that that's something that you're making a priority in your relationships and you're making sure others respect that? Are your boundaries something that you just technically have in words and that's it? Because you might be sitting around like, why am I so tired and so unhappy and unfulfilled with my relationships with my blah, blah, blah. And it could simply be a matter of because I don't have boundaries in them and I'm not taking care of me. In them. It's always just me respecting others and taking care of others. And no one is doing that back for me. So with that said, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, we'll have a new episode for you guys next Thursday. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Leave us a review with some words. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Alchemy. And other than that, you'll hear the sound of our voice next Thursday. Bye.